0: Welcome to the Freeform Rock Podcast. This is your host, frickin' Mark Taylor. Grab a beard, stay a while, and we do anything. We go from all genres, man. We go from brand to brand to talent. So party on, dudes. Welcome to the Freeform Rock pa- Podcast. Today I have a good friend on here again.
1: Hey hey hey! hey. It's your, your favorite, favorite bushy pussy, pussy face, and I am back. I, I can't, can't believe you invited invite me back, buddy. That's, that's hilarious. hilarious. Like, like it, it wasn't bad, bad enough, enough the first time.
0: time. <laughs> well, the first time you uh, you <laughs> have thirty plays, so you got you tied my first show by myself. So that's that's pretty good. Oh,
1: outstanding! <laughs> that's, that's thirty people with, no people with no life if they the wanted way. to hear me. <laughs>
0: that's not true, man. Everybody wants to hear you. Uh, you got your new radio show starting today, man. That's gonna be awesome.
1: Oh, I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm actually kind of a ball of nerves, but, you know, it's going to be good fun. The problem is i got to try to stay sober. I've already started drinking because, well, I'm recording a podcast, so that's how you do it. Then i got to watch my Dallas Cowboys after we're done with this. And good Lord, to basketball bad, it's going to be real rough. I might not even be called Heron by the time I start that show.
0: Is Romo playing or is he out?
1: Oh, God, my boy is out. But you know what? I liked how Dak Prescott looked in the preseason. I'm, I'm hoping what all the haters are hoping against. I'm hoping he's as good as he looked as much as the haters are hoping he isn't.
0: Uh, yeah, at least, uh, well, you got Mark Sanchez as a backup. That's no consolation for you, though.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, don't, I don't even want to fucking talk about that.
0: <laughs> all right, well, let's get into this killer album. Well, I think it's killer. I don't know your opinion on it yet. All right, let's get into this killer album. It's uh, Michael Sweet's new solo album, One Sided War. And we start with track number one, which is bizarre. So what would you think about it, Nate?
1: Well, it, 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 so it's, it's taken, taken me a while, while to, to get into this album, this album in general. And uh, I and love the, the double, double kick, kick intro. It's got, got a really, really killer, killer guitar, guitar solo to start it off. Michael, he, he obviously sounds awesome. awesome. But to me, this music sounds dated. it, it I could have heard any of this if I put in a Poison album. It's got a great 80s style guitar solo throughout, which I don't hate. But I guess I was just looking for a sound like those last two Striper albums, which were killer.
0: Yeah, he went into this album, he wanted to make a harder solo album, because everybody says, well, your solo albums are kind of weak. And he says he wanted to give a kick-ass, like, like, no no frills, stop, just, you know, a kick-ass album. I, I like this song. Like you said, the double kick kick bass. I love the guitar solo by Ethan Brosh, man. It's relentless. I it just it's the song I, I like the lyrics, man. I, I think it's really cool he said stuff he says in that song. But I I respect your opinion, man. I love it. Let's get on to the next song, Can't Take This Life. What do you think of this one?
2: Okay,
0: I had it as one sided war but I do can't take <laughs> this life. Okay. Yeah, well, let me see. My my C D is uh The track listings are weird. It says number two. Okay, one-sided war. What do you think about one-sided war? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Look, you got me confused. Now I gotta backtrack. (laughs) (laughs) All right, one-sided war. I do like this song. I love how it opens up. It's got a real cool riff. I really dig the lyrics. You know, he's basically saying, you know, I'm done arguing with everybody. I'm not getting involved in your drama. You know, I'm good. Keep fighting because you're only showing your insecurities. You know, that that's kind of what I take from this song. The guitar solo is pretty cool. I think it's a solid, solid song.
0: Yeah, man, I I love this song. I like what you said, you know, people people stop fighting, but you keep going, man. It's like uh, it's like people with uh, my my ex friend Terrence, man. They just keep going after him, and he he stops, man. He stops fighting with you, but you guys just keep going after him. Uh. He's a cool dude, and I just wanted to say I have no problem with him. You guys think I'm fighting with him? I'm not fighting with him. I just can't handle his drama anymore and his uh his flakiness. That's about it. So I hope he does well. And this song reminds me of like me and him lately. You know, he <laughs> I stopped fighting, but he keeps trying to get me back.
1: <laughs> yeah. see, yeah, I, I, I am I real good at being in Switzerland on this issue, like and, I, and I've had, had to do it with Ralph and I'm Ian, and I'm fine with, Ian, fine with that. You yeah, know, because yeah, they, they have their and dealings with them. them. I have no dealings with them, so I have no uh, no opinion. Every every interaction that I've had, I have talked to him through Messenger a few times. He's been cool to me, so I don't give a shit. I stay out of all that.
0: He has a big heart. It's just like he just stresses me out. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I just don't Love. want to get into it with him anymore. And he keeps saying, "Well, you're still my friend." I said, "Dude, I'll be your friend, but I don't want. I don't really want to deal with your podcast crap no more. I'll do my own. I'm happy you do your own." And I, I heard he's. He's all happy because Ralph liked his new podcast. And I said, I told you to do it by yourself. When I told him he could do it by himself, he just, like, blew me off and said, I suck by myself, you know, and got all pissed at me. But I just said, dude, I'm done.
1: (laughs) Right, right. And I I get that. And like I said, I'm going to stand firmly and adamantly that I am staying out of this.
0: Yeah, well, I just wanted to let him know on the show that I'm cool with him. And uh, I have no problem with him. But I'm happy on my own. I'm, well, I'm enjoyed what you're doing, too. You've had some
1: cool guests. I mean, you had that asshole back for a second time, that uh, that bushy pussy face guy. But other than that, you've been doing a great job.
0: <laughs> All right, and now we get into the track three, Can't Take This Life, because the the, uh, the CD back is wrong, but my uh, iTunes is right.
1: <laughs> right, right. And I don't actually have a physical copy. I have what you sent me. This yeah. is actually the first Michael Sweet solo I've ever heard. Excuse me. So that's that's pretty interesting. Um. Am I taking this or are you taking this? You take it. Can't take this life. This song is fucking cool. It opens up like it's going to be heavy. And you know, you never know. And then I was so happy because it is heavy. I love it. It's more in line with, you know, that sound that I got out of No More Hell to Pay or Fallen by Striper. Those two albums were brilliant. I love the heavy edge to the guitars, man. And the drums are just sick throughout the whole song. Solos kick ass great song love
0: it yeah man i i like it too the drum i never heard of the drummer or, or this guitar player he brought in for some songs i heard of joe hawkstra who's on some songs but i've never heard of ethan ethan brosh or will hunt on drums and guitar respectfully but this uh, this song is freaking kick-ass man i love it and i and we'll get to the bonus track where they redo it with a 15 a year old uh, female singer which i think is really killer too and then we get to song, the track number four, which is the video. What do you think about this one, radio?
1: Oh, I did not know it was a video. Now I'm ashamed of myself. Yeah. Favorite song on the album. <laughs> I love how he's basically talking shit and taking shots at the likes of Brett Michaels and Steve Tyler. I really dig how bluesy it is, and I love the blues. It's a great tune. I do have to take some offense because all those lyrics, even though I know what he's saying, Look son of a bitch. I got a gun, I got a gun rack. I drive a pickup truck. What the hell are you trying to say? <laughs> but no, it's 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 great. I, I I love the concept behind it, okay, this isn't working anymore, so I'm gonna move to Nashville and get a big hit. I think it's a great song, it's a great dig, very bluesy, favorite on the album.
0: Yeah, Joe Hoxtra does a killer solo on it, man. And uh, I, I so do you drink beer from a bottle too? <laughs> I drink it, it from, from a, a bottle, can, a can, <laughs> a tap. I don't care. Yeah, I just like how he says, "I'm gonna write a country song, and it won't be long till I'm on the radio," and I, I know <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I love the how he he's just like he said, making fun. He says, and he says, gonna fake the fun like a clown in a rodeo. <laughs> I love that sure. shit. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, it's absolutely brilliant. You know, the other one that I I think was like like, Aaron Lewis, because I saw Stained on their first tour, you know, on the Family Values 99, and they were such a heavy band, and I hear that shit that he put out that was all country. Oh, hated it. I, 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 I can say nothing bad about radio, that's a great song. Yeah, and freaking
0: what's that guy, uh Hootie and the Blowfish? He went country too, but he was kinda country anyways. <laughs> yeah, I
1: was gonna <laughs> say Hootie and the Blowfish were country, country anyways, anyway, just a pop edge. He's doing what he should have been doing in the first place. place.
0: Yeah. Then we get to track number five, Golden Age. What do you think about this one?
1: It's very eighties. I mean it's loaded with soaring solos. It's got some great riffage. I'm not a fan of the chorus. It's an okay song. The best part of the song is that note that Michael Sweet hits at the very end overall eh, eh, take it or leave it
0: yeah I agree with you on that I like it I won't skip it and frickin Michael Sweet's voice man 50 over 50 years old and can still hit those notes with no problem I've seen him live three years ago and I've seen live YouTube videos he's still kicking ass man
1: oh I the guy's really he's he, sang for Boston, Boston for several years so how bad could he be
0: I know man that's freaking awesome And then we get to track number six, Only You. What do you think about this one?
1: Oh, silly ballad. It's every ballad I heard from roughly 1987 to 1993. I'm not even going to go into the details. not a fan. Don't like.
0: I like it. It's cool. But that's about it. I have really nothing more to say about it. And then track number seven, I like these next two tracks the way they're listed. It has I Am and then eight is Who I Am who am I you know I think that was pretty cool what do you think of I am
1: I am this is interesting because it uh it opens with kind of a Megadeth type drum roll from countdown to extinction songs actually pretty heavy and I love that pick side he hits just as he hits that opening note the verses aren't bad but man that little guitar riff he's playing that sequence of notes behind the chorus is just killer you get to the guitar solo, and I'm a guitar player, and I, I can't even play lead guitar, but that's kind of my passion. And that's it just starts weird. It almost sounds like it's just noises. He's like he's doing almost like Aerosmith off of that Permanent Vacation album. Just It sounds like crap, but then it just lets loose. And I actually had a question. Is that Michael Sweet or someone else? Because I know Michael Sweet's a hell of a guitar player. Either way, the guitars stand out on this track in particular and the album in general.
0: Okay, let's see. Michael Sweet. Uh, it's uh, Ethan Brosch. He does the guitar on uh, that song. I am. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna have, have to look, look this cat up because really it was brilliant. brilliant.
0: Yeah, he was on a on a podcast with Mitchell LaFawn just raving about this kid, saying he's a Nashville guy. And uh, no, Boston. He's in Boston. That's where he's from. And uh, he just he just plays clubs and just. He was just raving about him. He says, you're going to love this kid, Ethan Brosh, I got on my album. And he says, I'm actually giving solos to other people on this album, like unlike the other albums where he did them all. You
1: right. Know,
0: like Joe Hostra and Ethan Brosh. So, yeah, this song is really killer. There's not much more to say about it. You just said everything about it that I liked. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, Who Am I, track number eight, what do you think of this one?
1: I like, actually I don't have Who Am I. Am I? The, the next one, one that I had was You Make Me One. Who Am so I? you even on there? Nope. No, you guys have, have to talk, talk about this one on day. your own, brother.
0: Ah, uh, it's, it's like a sequence to I Am. It's a, it's a really good song with Ethan Brosh on there. I guess I'll have to send it back to you so you can hear it. You know, just just Dropbox drop box me that, me that song. song. Yeah, I'll just Dropbox you that song. I don't know how it didn't get in there. Yeah, it's a good song, man. And then uh, we go to uh, number nine, You Make Me Wanna.
1: OK, You Make Me Wanna. I like the riff, but I just think this song is cheesy. That lyric, you make me want to move. You make me want to. Gro- what the fuck was he listening to disco when he wrote these lyrics? I, I I don't like it all at all. You know, I I thought he was gonna do a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight. That's all I can think. I don't like this shit.
0: Yeah, I thought it was kind of kiss lyrics to me. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> it's a dynasty, you know.
1: <laughs> oh no, no dynasty's, dynasty's way better than this. Yeah,
0: all right. Then we get into uh, number 10, Comfort Zone.
1: Uh, this one I did in the guitar intro, but after that, the riffing's almost lazy. I'm not a huge fan of the verses. I don't like the chorus at all either. Um, this, this one's funny, because it didn't matter how many times I listened to it, I just I just don't like it. You know, when I listen to the other ones, yeah, I, can, I can still get into them, even if I wasn't a fan. This one, it actually got annoying. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it, it's,
0: it's a little uh, throwaway song on here. I think it's just an album track, a filler. It's okay to me, <clears throat> but there's more good songs on this album than bad. That's what makes me feel good. You know, I don't think there's a bad song on here. I can listen to the whole album with no problem. Just, just, to, just to hear Michael Sweet sing. You know, that that's just killer. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Michael's, Michael's voice definitely saves it, and and some of the guitar work on here really saves it. And, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then we get to uh, track number 11, which is the last song on the album, except for the bonus track. It's One Way Up. What do you think about this one?
1: Well, this was funny, because at first I'm thinking, is this Dokken? No, this is Dokken. This is just not Love. Uh, but, I, but I actually dug how it opened up. I'm not sure that I believe those lyrics at all. You know, It's kind of hard to believe that this guy was ever on the wrong side of the tracks. But I do dig the message. I will tell you this, second favorite song on the album. It's badass. I love the complete damn docket. It's Not Love ripoff. Even though I don't believe his lyrics, I think they're great lyrics. Great song. I love
0: it. Yeah, I, I like the lyrics, man. It's like, a, I think it's a positive message. There's only one way up, one way down, one way through, one way around, one way to love, and uh, one way under the ground. I like those lyrics, man.
1: I oh, just, absolutely! I like, like him too. I just <laughs> don't believe them coming from Michael Sweet. Well,
0: maybe you should read his, read his book. He's been through a lot of crap, but he's not. He says his book's not like the, you know, uh, Mike. Uh, what is it, Motley Crue's book? It's not. If you want to look for drugs and alcohol abuse, you better just read their book.
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Which which stands <laughs> the reason that I would believe to me. It, to me, it seems like okay. Michael Sweet had a hard time because his parents told him to cut his hair. I just I, I can't believe that he's had it real rough. I'm, and I'm not knocking the guy. I'm just saying, if you weren't on the wrong side of the tracks, man, you might have tripped over the track, but you were on the wrong side of it.
0: But he, uh, but did you know his first wife died of cancer, and he went through
2: that with her?
1: I did know that. Yeah. I did know. I, and actually, because um, I follow him on uh, Facebook, and I remember when he was asking for prayers and upset about it, and, you know, that I went through the whole song getting his new girlfriend and his, uh, you know, his new wife and marriage. And I'm not knocking the guy by any means. I'm just saying, when you listen to who's singing them with those lyrics, it doesn't make sense to me, but I still dig them. And like you said, and I think I said earlier, I do dig the message. It's definitely a, you know, a positive message. No matter how high you get, you can definitely be low. No matter how low you get, you can definitely get high again. I love that. And I'm not preaching drugs here because I am staunchly anti-drug. I'm talking about life. You can be on the top, you can be on the bottom. It is up to you to decide where you're going to be in that food chain.
0: And then we get to the bonus track where they redid uh, Can't Take This Life with a a 15-year-old female singer, Mariah Formica, and I've been checking her out on Facebook today, man. She has a voice. She sang To Hell with the Devil with Striper Live, and she did her own, and she did all the lead vocals. She could hit that note, not as high as Michael can, but she could hit that final note, (laughs) devil! Yeah, it's like, damn. What do you think about this? What did you you think about the, the, the version with her on there?
1: uh see when i hear a bonus track i I, i'm expecting something different and i hear this i'm like okay why do i have to hear a song that i've already heard on this album i said i liked it already so adding a female vocal isn't going to change my opinion a good song is a good song i stand by my first review of the song previously on this uh on this review we're doing i will say finding out she's 15 years old because i was like who the hell is mariah formica I will say she's a 15-year-old singer. Well, that's badass, because most people's pipes don't come in until they're 18 or above. That's badass. But it's, it's the same song. I actually prefer Michael Sweet singing it. But it's still a badass song. I liked it the first time.
0: Yeah, it is a badass song. I was just impressed by your vocals and now he put her up, up on here um, and I looked her up. And she, she does a lot of, uh, Lizzie Hale even liked her singing the co- uh, cover of the uh, Hailstorm song. I was like, nice. Yeah, she's really good, man. I, I want to hear uh, an album by her. It's freaking. I think it'd be rocking. So, uh, uh, so what do you have to promote? I know you have a new radio show starting today.
1: I absolutely do on thatmetalstation.com. The Big Bushing Power Hour, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I've been trying to pimp it all week. I released a YouTube video this morning on my YouTube page letting people know that it is coming tonight. I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Cool, man, I'll, I'll try to get it get in there. It's hard for me to, for some reason, the phone doesn't like uh, that metal station, but I think you have to put in something. I forgot Wadley told me.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I tell you what, um, if you got an Android device, Here we here we go, Scott Green, I'm plugging your shit again. If you've got an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the app. All you have to do is search that metal station. Download the app. It'll take you to the stream, which is where you hear the music. You can get into the chat room. You can get into the merch store. They've got reviews on there. There's a link to the to another podcast, the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, because they feature them on that station. There's lots of cool stuff in there. You know, the web page is real cool. They have an arcade in there. You can play the old games like Pac Man and Donkey Kong while you're rocking out to some heavy metal. There's a lot of good DJs. You know, it, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. If you don't have an Android device, if you're with one of those crazy ass Apple phones, <laughs> then download the uh, TuneIn app, TuneIn Radio, and then search Devil Music Radio.
0: That's what it was, Devil Music Radio. That's what I was so, trying to think of. Yeah.
1: So you're so you're on Apple.
0: Yeah, I'm on Apple. I'm sorry. I already got the new one pre-ordered, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, go to, go to TuneIn Radio, search Devil Music Radio, all one word. Now, the downside to that is uh, if you're not using your computer, you're not going to be able to get into the chat room. And the chat room is where you're able to make your requests and such if you want to request a song with a live DJ.
0: Yeah, I used to get on my phone on the chat room on my Apple and then sit there and listen to the the TuneIn and then go on the, my, uh, my, my uh, internet app and, and chat. But it's, for some reason, the chat room doesn't come up anymore. I don't know if Apple redid stuff or whatever.
1: <laughs> no, no. The, the the old chat room was actually linked in with Facebook. Uh, we got rid of that. We've got our own chat room now. So, unfortunately, unless you're on your PC or, you know, in the app itself, I, I don't know of another way to get into the chat room.
2: Yeah,
0: I like getting into the chat room and saying, what's up? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, what uh, you have any album recommendations
2: man actually i got two and this is
1: actually kind of important because uh you know everybody knows i'm a vinyl guy all right and i have found two pages on facebook where they're promoting and selling you know it's used vinyl but i'm okay with that most of the vinyl i buy unless i'm buying off of amazon is used vinyl and just last week i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the one that i haven't used as much uh this Facebook page, you can search it as a group, is called Vinyl Seconds. I got Dead Kennedys and God We Trust. I don't know if you, know, you or, or people that listen to you are punk uh, punk band fans. I'm a huge punk fan. You know, I love the Kennedys, Agnostic Front, Minor Frets, Sex Pistols. You know, Circle Jerks. I love all that old stuff. There are moments I have a hard time calling them punk. I, they're more like garage band rock, if you ask me. But in God Be Trust Incorporated, it came out in 1981. What was really interesting is, you know, this album has like five songs on one side, three on the other. If you bought the cassette back in 81, all those songs were on one side. And on the other side, because Jello Biafra, you know, the singer of the band at the time, was so anti-capitalism, which is typically punk rock. You know, he's so anti-capitalist, anti-religion, anti-moral majority. He left a second side blank with a message that said, home recording is killing big record company sales and profits, so we've left this side blank for your convenience. Basically saying, hey, we had enough to fill up one side of a cassette, record whatever you want, screw those guys, and I thought that was hilarious. I got that from Vinyl Seconds, but the other one that I've been listening to a lot, because every Friday at my house lately is vinyl in the mail day. The other one I got this Friday was Overkill Under the Influence, and I got this from Needle in the Groove, Darren McGinnis. I'm telling you what, Darren McGinnis runs a great group, Needle in the Groove. He puts up 20 vinyl albums a day. You don't have to worry about getting a crappy album. He tells you the condition of the jacket. He tells you what the uh, you know what the record condition is. And it gives you an honest, fair price. I mean, you get you can get up to four albums, pay four dollars shipping. The prices on the vinyl differs, you know, depending on the rarity and whatnot. But it's a great place to go. Overkill under the influence, Dead Kennedys, and God We Trust Incorporated. Two completely different worlds. Overkill's thrash, Dead Kennedys are punk. Both great albums. Yeah, I love
0: the Overkill man. They should have been bigger. I reckon their last album they put out was freaking awesome. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Overkill rips. You know, I never got into them back in the '80s. I, I'm like doing catch up on the on the thrash metal scene. I'm doing a lot of catch up.
0: Yeah, Ralph has told me a lot of good groups of the thrash that I like. I like the you only know, I've never got into Slayer, and I probably never will. I just can't stand the message they put out, or even the vocalist. But um, I <laughs> love I love Overkill. I love Raven. I love stuff like that, man. The stuff that he's been getting me into, been listening to what he's been playing on his show once in a while. It's awesome.
1: No, I get that. I, I definitely, I don't like to step on anyone's dick when it comes to their beliefs. I don't like any of them sho- shoved down my throat. Whether it's Christian or atheist, I don't give a damn. Leave, keep it to yourself. Let's talk about music. And some bands do over-promote their message. But I will tell you this, man. Slayer has kicked me in the nuts so many times. Boy, they're heavy. But I do know what you're saying, and I would never try to push them on you. Uh, no,
0: really, it, even if they had that message. They had a message I liked. I can't stand the singer's voice. <laughs> so, <laughs> same thing with <laughs> King Diamond. The band sounds great. I don't like his message, but his voice is just piercing my ears, and I can't stand it. So. Uh, oh like no that. no no!
1: King so Diamond the, rules. Don't, uh, there's no he message. He tells horror stories. stories.
0: I know, but his voice is just ugh, irritating to me. So it's not uh, even if they had a good message. I couldn't musicality. I don't like it. So. Oh, I gotcha,
1: I gotcha. King, I, I frankly love King's voice, but what I, I will say this, in your defense, when I introduce people to King Diamond's music, I have to look at them and say, okay, before I start this, this might be an acquired taste. Yeah, it's an
0: acquired taste. For I, I've tried to listen to the, his music, and because uh, Ralph plays it, and I, uh, I just don't like it. it. It just drives me mad. It's the music, not the message. On um, both those groups and just I just can't get into it for some reason well the, um, I hear you. I only got one album to promote today and I'm gonna uh, do the first audio slave album you know I love Chris Cornell I love the band I love the backing band he has in here <laughs> the rage against the machine I hate rage against the machines political affiliation but the music on this album has nothing to do with political at all man it's freaking just kick ass with the opening song, Cochise, gasoline, getaway car. You know, I am the highway. Man. It, it freaking set it off. Freaking Cornell's voice and their music just freaking gels, man. I wish they would make another album. Seriously.
1: <laughs> well, I, I will tell you that uh, Chris Cornell, he has a dynamite voice. And the problem with the rest of that band isn't the rest of the band. It was that sap sucker Zach de la Rocha. Preaching his bullshit is anti capitalist. I'm not gonna bow down to that, but send me your millions and millions. He's a fucking poser and that's why the rest of the band went and sang or played with goddamn Chris Cornell in the first place.
0: Yeah, but uh Rickin' uh Tom Morello's is a huge liberal man. He's with Springsteen on a lot of shit. Pisses me off.
1: Oh, I, I know he is, but you know what, so so was most of that side of the country you live on, brother.
0: I, I know, thanks I hate it over here man. but I wouldn't move for anything I love California I love the weather I just don't like most of the people
1: nice nice. see I hate the weather I hate most of the people I just want to move south
0: you want to go down to Florida with Ralph
1: well you know what apparently he's got a, a free surprise thrash-or-die show happening I just saw it pop-up on Facebook before we came on They're playing right after Slayer. I don't know if it's in the same venue or what, but I'm like, what the hell? I have got to move to Southern Florida.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. I I wonder what his new band Ripjaw is going to sound like. Because I love Combat and Thrash
2: or Die.
1: I do too, and I'm hearing, if I remember correctly, I'm hearing it's really a a traditional metal kind of thing. It could be Thrash, but not like Thrash or Die. I don't know. I know I'm such a Dr. Funk nutswinger. It doesn't matter. I'm going to listen to it and love it anyway.
0: Yeah, I, I told him he should write a song called Rip Jock. Ja. <laughs>
1: that amazing. would be badass, and it would not up, be the first time, first time a band that. has done that.
0: I know. I, I, well, you got Damn Yankees, Bad Company, you know, Night Ranger all wrote songs about their own band. Well, it wasn't about the band, but it was just a title song of their, what their name is. You
2: know, it's awesome. Sure, sure. And coming up soon,
1: Big Bushy Pussy Face. Yeah,
0: <laughs> You're gonna start a band with your daughter, right? <laughs>
1: oh no, no, no! Yeah. She, 'cause she would try to sing backups, so and I have to slap the hell out of her. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming back on the show, man. Hey, you know? Mark. Thanks, for, thanks for having me, man. I I always enjoy it. This this was a challenge for me. I was like, oh boy. I hope he's not gonna be pissed off at because for me, this is a take it or leave it kind of album, but. I enjoy listening to it. I always enjoy listening to something new. I, I, I had a good time, man. I always do.
0: What did you think about the Sweet and Lynch album?
1: I, oh, I have actually not listened to it yet. Man, I have had so much music drop box to me in the last week. Yeah, you, know, um, you know, DJ Wadzilla is helping me out because there's a lot of stuff that I don't have. So I've just been getting bombarded with music. So I had to concentrate on just this, because I've spent so much time moving stuff into folders and then going through it. I've got 100 gigs worth of music, and I don't even know half of it anymore. Uh, I
0: (laughs) forgot to ask, what three songs would you like me to play at the end of the show from this album? Oh,
1: well, okay. Can't take this life, but please, not the version with the chick unless you want to. Okay. Uh, Radio. And know was that other one that I like so much. Uh, One Way Up.
0: Okay, got it. Hopefully he has the videos up and I can take them. <laughs> 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 All right, man. You have a great day, man. And good luck to your Cowboys, even though I hate your team, dude. It goes back to the 90s and 80s with uh, the 49ers, our rivalry. <laughs>
1: yeah, that, that was a good rivalry. I wish our rivalry still existed.
0: Yeah, well, we we, we both need to get into the, uh, the games.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They haven't faced each other in a while absolutely absolutely all right mark thanks for having me back man i really appreciate it all right thanks you have a good one brother all right
0: again (laughs) together
1: yeah Yeah, absolutely haven't faced each other in a while yeah the rivalry will come back (laughs) absolutely absolutely all right man take it easy man Thanks. All right, Mark. Thanks for having me back, man. I really appreciate it. No problem,
0: man. I love it when you're on here. All
1: right. Thanks. You have a good one, brother. You too. Bye. All right.
0: Okay. Hey, man. I'm going to play three songs by Michael Sweet right now. Can't take this live radio and one way up, man. All picked by my guest host, Nate, today. And also, I would like you guys to listen to the rock Metal Combat Podcast with my friends Dr. Fuck, Rafiera and Wadzilla Ian Wadley. And also check out my uh, ex-podcast partner Terrence Reardon on his podcast Terrence and Friends. And also check out The Decibel Geek and One-on-One with Mitch Lafon, and focus on metal, man. You guys have a great day and rock. Keep rocking, man. And focus on rock and metal.